Before I get started today, quick shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There is no sponsor, but I do want to read you a story. All right, here we go. A ship lost at sea for many days suddenly sighted a friendly vessel. From the mast of the unfortunate vessel was seen a signal. Water, water, we die of thirst. The answer from the friendly vessel at once came back. Cast down your bucket where you are. A second time the signal. Water, water, send us water, ran up from the distressed vessel and was answered. Cast down your bucket where you are. And a third and fourth signal for water was answered with cast down your bucket where you are. The captain of the distressed vessel, at last heeding the injunction, cast down his bucket, and it came up full of fresh, sparkling water from the mouth of the Amazon River. Hello, friends. Welcome to How to Be 40, my podcast that attempts to delineate what it means to transition from juvenile thinking and behavior to genuine maturity. What you've just heard is a short story on page 219 of my copy of Up from Slavery by Booker T. Washington. This book was, let's see here. Well, the copyright is 1900. This one was printed in 1928. Actually, this used to be a book that was in a high school. That's kind of cool. It was in the high school in the 1940s in a, in a high, oh, Long Beach City High School. Well, that's kind of cool. That doesn't matter. Anyways, so let me tell you a little bit about Booker T. Washington, the author. He was born into slavery in 1856. He went on to publish multiple books, not just this one. He was an advisor to several U.S. presidents and the first leader of the Tuskegee Institute, which he enthusiastically pushed to prosperity. And if you read this book, we hear a lot about all of those accomplishments. But the story that I just read was a story that he actually told at the Atlanta Exposition of 1895. He was asked to make an address to the group there. There was a mix of uh, whites and African-Americans at the time, various social statuses. But he told that story to make a point, and I'm going to share that point with you here by just continuing to read. So he finishes with the fact that in this hypothetical story, the person on the distressed vessel dropped his bucket where he was and pulled up fresh water. So here goes. To those of my race who depend on bettering their condition in a foreign land, or who underestimate the importance of cultivating friendly relations with the southern white man who is their next-door neighbor, I would say, cast down your bucket where you are. Cast it down in making friends in every manly way of the people of all races by whom we are surrounded. I'm going to stop reading from the book. So as you can tell, what Booker was doing at the time is he was encouraging the African-American community to embrace where they were which was in the Deep South, in Georgia, surrounded by white people. He encouraged them to drop their bucket where they were and pursue happiness and excellence and prosperity right there. But this lesson, I believe, can be extrapolated to so much more than 
civil rights of the 19th century. How many times do we, do I, do you, wish for something else more, a new city, a new home, a new job, a new title, a new partner, a spouse, new shoes, new whatever? I think if we do a real self-reflection, we'll find that much of that is not needed. In fact, it actually might be a hindrance to our happiness. I personally, I'm going to be honest, I've wanted to move pretty much since I got to Odessa. Like, I often will tell Laura, like, I want to move, I want to move. She just kind of gets frustrated with me, and I think she gets frustrated uh, because she's so much wiser than I, and she makes a point. She says, we have everything we need right here. And I think, in effect, that's her own way of saying, Noah, cast down your bucket where you are. And she's right. And I think we need to consider that, what her, the point she's making. I'm, I'm happiest when I'm not chasing the more or the new. I'm actually happiest when my son scores on me in basketball and gets that cocky face and walks up to the top of the key like, you know, give me the rock, you know. Or I'm happiest when my daughter is actually nice to me and smiles to me, you know. I'm happiest when my wife puts her arm around me and, and tells me that she loves me, you know, when I'm hanging out with good friends. I think we should all consider the power of being happy where we are. But you're going to have to put down the phone to pick up the bucket. Social media literally exists to make us crave more, to make us crave new. And there's a saying that goes, if it's free, you are what is being sold. And we are what is being sold on social media, right? It's, it's our time and, and a time that we're never going to get back. Social media is selling you. <laughs> uh, it's the time that we offer. It's the part of our life that we've sacrificed to this digital deity. I know that many of you are desperate for this life-giving water, for the more and for the new. Your phone's not where you're going to find it. Arthur Brooks, he's a social scientist, he points out that our tendency to cling to social media when we're lonely is interesting because once we get done looking at social media, we feel more lonely. Put down the phone, turn off the TV, find adventure, Find excitement, find love right where you are. Play with your children, spend some time with your partner, go see your friends and enjoy their company. At the very least, work on your relationship with God, the real God, not the digital deity. Marcus Aurelius wrote in Meditations, if you don't know what Meditations is, I strongly encourage you to check it out. But he wrote, quote, Alexander the Great and his mule driver both died and the same thing happened. They were absorbed alike into the life force of the world or dissolved alike into particles, end quote. Let's just be real. Life is too short to constantly thirst for the life and love that's right underneath us. For those of you struggling to find joy to those caught in the web of lies that more power, money, fame, prestige, title, or followers will quench thirst, I suggest you heed the words of the slave-turned-American icon. Cast down your bucket where you are. Thanks.